0: Hi, I'm Forrest Griffin. Brian Caraway. And Lisa Bates. What's
1: up, guys? This is Joseph Benavides, UFC flyweight.
0: Hi, this is Greg Jackson, and you're listening to it's MMA Zing, and that is an amazing pun. Get it? Like MMA, but amazing. Amazing radio.
1: welcome to it's M amazing radio i am your host dr law and with me as always dj mark so mark just the two of us today we do not have Mm -hmm. mike um i don't know if you looked up any of the days but i do know (laughs) that if you're trying to get a fucking cheeseburger like everywhere chris at
0: work told us it was Cheeseburger Day today, which is a day in the past when you're listening no, to No, honestly, so I was looking, though,
1: uh, folks, you should all be going to Slick Deals in general. But check out Slick Deals. Pretty much every burger place in this country over the next couple of days, if you buy anything, they'll give you a burger for like a buck or like a penny or like 50 cents. Yeah, it
0: was all, it was all buy this to get that kind of deal. I always I like a promotional get a free thing, but I don't think it's realistic in this economic climate we have to, to just be rolling up and getting a free cheeseburger without buying anything also, else. So I, I, I get the scam.
1: Maybe don't get the fast food one, man, if you're in your 30s, you know, if you're like, I don't know, sure. you can do better. <laughs> you can do better. If, hey, if the mom and pops got like a, a
0: cheeseburger special going on, because I know about the holiday. The yeah, support. that's what I'm saying.
1: Though. Let's, let's do something like that instead. Let's, uh, let's do something like that. Um, just
0: in general, and just in general, mom and pop cheeseburger is probably going to be significantly better on multiple fronts. So I would suggest that in general. But you know, if you don't have a, a good local spot, you know, shout out to my W deal. to my
1: Walnut Creek people. You go to George's Giant Burgers. I bet I'm not sure if George even has a deal, but he'll take care of you. George actually sold the place to John. John's also a nice guy. Get a burger. Um, yeah, um, no Mike today. Uh, our guy traveling, just getting back. Right around now ish, he's half dead. Just getting back from uh from Trampa. I mean Tampa. Uh, that's what people say about Tampa. It's not a great place, apparently. Um, all apologies if you live there, though you know if you live there. Um Marcus, we are going to talk about the interestingly named UFC or Noche UFC, which UFC mm-hmm. was trying to say it was like a fight night in Spanish. But, like, we just missed, skipped the word fight. So just UFC night. Um, Marketing took over. UFC no joke. Ch- I, I, I get it. It's
0: short, precise. It, kind of, it has the, the Latino flavor they were going for for the holidays. Well, specifically
1: so. the Mexican flavor because, I mean, let's just, uh, first of all, uh, to all the Mexicans out there, Feliz Dia de la Independencia. Happy Independence Day this past Saturday. You kicked the Spaniards out. La the world celebrates kicking the English or the Spaniards out and the French, and sometimes the Portuguese. That's mostly, and, you know, Germans, too, especially when we're talking about the last 100 years them. or so. And, you know, so, there's people saying. that celebrate kicking us out of places, yeah, exactly. too, so, you this know, it all alive. happened. You know, so, uh, happy Independence Day and the UFC. We talked about it, uh, Mark, how we were just like, man, UFC just, like, told Canelo, get the fuck out. We're taking your weekend. Because traditionally, so, it was, honestly, Mayweather like to do uh, this weekend also for fights just because you tr- i mean the mexican audience is a big combat sports well Mex- uh, boxing specifically you know audience um sure mayweather was seeking out and in recent years canelo tends to canelo tends to fight this weekend he likes to fight on Cinco de Mayo weekend also even though it's not a real holiday I mean, i guess it is it was some battle but in mexico they don't give two shits and in this country it's mostly excuse for two for one margaritas at chevy's um sure. but yeah ufc was like canelo get the fuck out we're taking it Uh, We got a we got a world champion from Jalisco, from Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. She's going to be in the main event against a goddamn demon from Kyrgyzstan. Um, I think that's where she's from. Where Valentina's from, Marcus. um, Very close fight. I think we both said this was going to be close. Quite frankly, I don't think I think a lot of people probably thought as much. I think people thinking of a finish in this one. I don't know what they were thinking necessarily. Because short of another wild mistake by Valentina, which almost happened, these two are just very evenly matched. It feels like at times. Uh, what do you think of the fight? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, t- to be fair, I-, I I was fairly confident Valentina
0: would have a good shot at this, mostly because of the the first fight and what she was able to do on the fly, make some of those adjustments, especially going to a more wrestling game and being you know pretty well suited there. But you know things. Escalated in that first fight. I think she, you know, Valentina got tired. The, the grappling regiment definitely kind of wore her out, and she made a big mistake in the fourth. And, and you know, Alexa Grasso capitalized on it. Um, and then what I was surprised in this fight, you know, Grasso really was able to deter a lot of Valentina's stand-up in the first fight. And I think it was switching to uh Southpaw, really threw Valentina off. She really didn't know how to adjust to that stance. And in the first fight, I think Alexa actually did a lot better in the standup than she did in this fight. Um, I I do feel like she still acquitted herself well. And anytime she was fighting in Southpaw, it took Valentina a while to adjust, but she did start adjusting to that that stance as well. And I think for Alexa, what she did good in the first fight, which she didn't do as well in this fight, was the volume of strikes. And in the first fight, she really, she had Valentina's number because she knew that When she would engage first and throw her one-two, Valentina likes to come back right after and counter, and she would counter the counter. So Alex would throw a one-two, Valentina would counter back, and then she would counter that with follow-up punches, and she was catching Valentina there, and was throwing her off. And in this fight, she didn't do that as often, and when she did it in the second is where she had her big knockdown. Um, So it was a little stuff. you
1: muted, Bob. Sorry, I was going to say, let's give the stats real quickly for people. Um, Sure. Significant strikes... 84 of 203 for Alexa Grasso. Valentina, slightly fewer significant strikes, but at a higher clip, also slightly. 80 of 179. 41% success for Alexa. 44% for Grasso. Overall strikes, uh, Grasso outstruck her by 70 strikes. I think a lot of that was some of the ground and pound we saw. I don't think it was 70 strikes, but a lot of it was some ground no, and pound. No, she
0: wasn't down that, yeah. that long. Yeah. Um,
1: But 70 strikes advantage. 262 of 408. 199 of 301. Alexa, one of two on takedowns. Valentina, four of seven. Um, both had one sub attempt. Um, one reversal for Alexa, which I'm trying to remember what round that was, where she did reverse her. Um, I remember seeing it. I have no concept of time here anymore, Mark. And the only knockdown hmm. of the fight was uh, when Alexa just... Was it the no left? Second. Was it the overhand left she got her with or something? It was something? a right. was a right? It was it
0: right when she was in Southpaw. Okay,
1: so she was a Southpaw. Mm-hmm. Made mm. her go ass over tea kettle, Brock Lesnar style a little bit. But, man, mm. both these women, man, I like. I liked, they both came in with such confidence. I really was like, I thought Alexa, the first time when she walked out, you kind of got the impression that, like, you could tell first first title fight jitters was there. This time, she was, like, commanding the moment that felt like. It felt like she was perfectly at ease mm. with what was happening. Valentina was Valentina. Valentina came into this one. She didn't go in thinking being some sort of fucking reckless thing either. Like I got to do this or that with this girl. Like she just was like, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna impose my game. Couple mistakes were made that, quite frankly, cost her the fight. Um Yeah, no, we haven't even got into. I mean, look, this is, this is what people are talking about. Let's just uh, let's talk about what people are actually talking about because Mark, your scorecard. Let's go with your scorecard and my, and my scorecard. For, um. I know that I think you and me are on the same page at least on round you and me, like most people with eyes, are on the same page rounds one, two, three, and five. Right? Mm -hmm. First round, uh Valentina. Second round, Alexa, obviously, uh, with the dropped the knockdown there. Good rebounding. Third round, Valentina's best round, probably um was when she yeah. was really on her um yeah she got a, a she a got her sub attempt
0: that yeah. was really close yeah
1: um and then the fourth round is a round that's close but fifth round then mm-hmm. fifth round was a fairly pedestrian valentina round she was popping that jab well but she was winning mm-hmm. but then the last minute and a half valentina yeah, she fucked both. up and <laughs> she gave both. up her back and started getting her ass <laughs> honestly that fight went on for another minute or two i'm not sure how well that was going to like if that happened at the beginning of the round we might be having a different conversation entirely. Sure. Um, fourth round, I gave it to Alexa. I've watched it now three times. It is so close. Do you remember how you gave mm-hmm. the fourth round when it was? I think at the end,
0: I think I did kind of was hedging a little bit towards Valentino, but it was one of these things. Like when I'm when I'm watching the fight, I don't like i i'm so over like yeah my opinion it's like it doesn't matter it doesn't give a shit yeah, exactly.
1: It like there's three there's three
0: more on one, the side one, of the one person landed one more strike
1: than the other basically yeah she also but threw it was six I mean, more, I, so what are you gonna do
0: it what? was mostly like when watching it it was like okay valentina's continuing to do good from the third you know she won the third round handily and now in the fourth round she's doing good the stand-up she's she's adapting she was adapting well um and then she made some big mistakes right um and uh, Alexa Grosso was able to land some big knees, and, and some of them were like even in the like with the the whole one hand on the ground, which were not illegal. Um, those yeah, you, were some you, by good the way, uh, you
1: gotta be I mean, maybe uh, Antonio was complaining about it. Antonio Shevchenko and Val, at the time, right. the whole corner was too. I know the way referees operate, especially Herb. Herb's a good referee. They all go to the locker room and say, "Hey man, there's yep. this, this, and this. There's no way Herb didn't explain this, you know, like." This is not two thousand and fucking twelve. Like you put yeah. your hand down, you're not down.
0: <laughs> I mean, and we've talked about the, the the knees on the grounded opponent has always been, especially with the with the one hand down, has always been really dumb. It just it makes it so confusing. Um, I and I've talked personally, like I just wish knees were allowed all the time. You don't have to worry about like, is there a knee down or an elbow or what's the you know are they illegal if to hit? Leave, so like, if you leave your position,
1: if you leave yourself in a position to get knee in the head, you deserve it at this point like sure, yeah. look this isn't like i get it man we're all about safety and stuff in a fucking cage fight but like i'm sorry like if you like the stuff that we draw the line on is absurd and like i think dc was saying like oh well you know lifting her and whatever but then I think dominic was like yeah. dominic is like these are that. not illegal at all like <laughs> yeah
0: because because the, 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 it, it was a rule change right it, mm-hmm. there used to be a rule you had a hand down you couldn't do it that has changed in years so they were totally fine so i think for me in the fourth round it was like when Alexa did that, I was like, oh, she took the round back. But Valentina, for, for me, what kind of stole it is kind of the, the the. I mean, the elbow with the cut, but also just um the, the old adage of a play, like a good beginning and a good end. And sometimes we'll forget about the middle. <laughs> now, the middle was significant, right? So um, really at the end of the day with, you know, what happened with the decision, we're we'll talking about the decision. Like for me, this fight all came down to the fourth round. And I don't think either way you go. I don't think there's a wrong decision because it's either – I would say like, OK, I think Alexa had less of the amount of the round where she was doing significant damage. But I think she did score better strikes, more impactful strikes with the knees than Valentina did with the stand-up and the elbow. No, the elbow did cause a cut. I don't – It's all,
1: that's also like cosmetic. Cuts
0: can happen – yeah. exactly like, I, I guess in the rules they say like that's supposed to be fairly significant but like i don't know for me it's just like sometimes you can get something that you know it's not a damaging blow but it just grazes or something and it causes Dude, especially like you know a lot forehead
1: like we were like we, i mean, i was showing you i sent you that clip the other day of this is wrestling but like wrestlers intentionally cut themselves in to sh- for show and they that's literally the spot they do it
0: because it's easy well so it's like it's like yeah if you get if you get a laceration on like the very top of your head like in your hair and it's bleeding a lot but it's not going into your eyes like does that matter at all yeah. really like it shouldn't but if you get like a really small cut but it's right by your eye that's going to screw up your vision and maybe that should count for no see, I, I,
1: I think I think cutting someone is its own reward it's like defense it's its own sure. reward I think this is like the the benefit of cutting the person is they in theory they can't see Alexa was fine. Yeah. Oh, in that regard. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk so about elephant cards. in the room. Yeah. Let's talk well, about let's the elephant in the room. Right. So we have the like the right? yeah. these are the scorecards. All right. These are the scorecards. We were going to decision. I thought Alexa. I got Alexa three two. But honestly, fourth round is all me and my girlfriend were talking about. We we're watching it together. She's from the yeah. same part of Mexico as Alexa is. She's a big fan. So we were very invested. Um. So Sal Diamato. Sal Diamato went. 48-47 to Shevchenko, the fourth round he scored for Shevchenko. Perfectly reasonable scorecard. Okay? Junichiro Kamijo, 48-47 for Grosso, gave the fourth round for um for Grosso. Again, mm-hmm. perfectly reasonable. Mike Bell, 47-47, gave the fourth round to Shevchenko, then gave the fifth round to Alexa. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike is not a bad refer- bad not, not a bad judge. Like I was mm-hmm. looking at his stuff. He's not a bad judge. I don't know what the fuck happened here. Like he is not the guy who like we have not said Mike Bell's name ever in any MMA conversation about bad judging. Okay. I remember this mm-hmm. shit. He's not one of them. I heard Sal Diamanto, Mark, and I thought that was the one who was gonna fuck this up. Like that was the one I thought was gonna yeah, fuck this up. Sure. I've heard Sal fuck up too many fights. He also has judged the most. Mike Bell cannot score that fifth round a ten eight in any conscionable way and i was going to say unless he scored the third round 10-8 for valentina too but that wasn't a mm-hmm. 10-8 either like neither of these rounds are i don't think either of these rounds were 10 8s honestly like yeah i mean i
0: i in the look, this is what i'll say one and i and I've, I've seen some other people online say i mean who knows at the end of the day I'm not mad at the draw (laughs) because I literally think this is a draw (laughs) because it really comes down to the, for me, it really comes down to the fourth round. And I think either way you flip the coin on that one, I think you can make an argument that I think is fairly valid. Right. So for me, it's just like, well, in the grand scheme of like, how did this fight actually play out? I think it was extremely close. And I think that anyone, either one of these could have either combatant could have won. And it all just, it all comes down to how you looked at that fourth round. Right. And I showed you a video. I watched this guy, the weasel. He has the luxury of breaking down the fight after. And like, like you said, like a MMA junkie, they go back and they look at the fight. They look at every single strike and they can count everything up and be like, Oh, this was significant. This wasn't the judges don't have that luxury. They have to judge in the moment. So, you know, when you go back and it's like, oh, well, now that I re- looked at every single strike and was able to analyze the camera angle and did this land and did it not, and is this light or heavier, medium, you know, whatever the case may be oh, this, this person should have won. I think in the moment, it's extremely hard to tell when it comes to the fifth round and the 10, eight, like I didn't agree, you know, I going into the judges, I didn't think that was a 10, eight round, mostly because of the work Valentina put in for the majority of the, uh, exactly. of the fight and that she was winning that. But like, you know. For me, a 10-8 used to always mean, like, there is a significant portion of the fight where I thought the fight could have been stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, this fight could be over right now. And I did think that in the fifth. When Alexa got her back, I was like, oh, Valentina fucked this yeah. up again. She went <laughs> I, for her head and arm I was standing up. And, I was like, oh, and she's going to get her. <laughs> yeah, she she blew it. She was winning, you know, much like I thought she was winning in the in the first fight. Like, she was winning the fight. She made a tactical mistake and Alexa Grosso jumped on it. And now she's going to finish this fight with a choke. Um, but she wasn't able to do that this time. You know, she was not able to finish the choke and then she got some good ground and pound. The ground and pound never, I did it to me, didn't get to a place where I was, I really thought she was going to be able to stop it there um, where I was significantly the, 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 choke I thought she, she, she had her wrapped up there for a second. So that's kind of why I didn't really think she had her in enough danger to get her in a 10, eight, but like of egregious Calls I've seen, it's one of those things. I was like, "Well, the end result, I'm okay with the draw." <laughs> I, Dude, I mean, we, we've all seen too much MMA. Well,
1: because people are just mm-hmm. like losing their mind over this. I'm like, okay, we've all seen worse. <laughs> Let's just like, yeah. it's kind of sad to put it like that. But like, it's like <laughs> my my favorite
0: part. I can't remember exactly what Alexa said to to DC at the end, but they're doing the interview and she's like, "Da da da da," and I won. And and DC's like, "Well, you drew." Oh yeah. And she's <laughs> like, "Well, you know what." It sure feels like I won. I got the belt still. (laughs) I got my hand raised. I'm not telling a lot of difference here between a draw and a loss.
1: You know what? Fucking UFC's back there saying no win bonus for fucking anybody. We cleaned (laughs) up here, baby. (laughs) And,
0: you know, it's one of these things like, um, you know, how we got to that result, it shouldn't have really been possible, right? One of these girls should have won just because of how the judging has to be scored. Um, But the draw seemed fair to me. Um and I, for Alexa, I'm sure it just – I, I just thought that was funny. Oh, it's you know what like, I like, it, also, I like Valentina. Like
1: I like Valentina saying the quiet part out loud a little bit where she's just like, think the judges yeah. got swept up and everything in this crowd being Mexican. Like she didn't say it like that, but like <laughs>
0: – No, like on the holiday and it's yeah, like a
1: little bias like, or something. I, I, but... uh I think the world. I, – I, I've said this before. Valentina Shevchenko is my favorite f- female fighter ever. Right. Like there's no close. Yeah, no one's been close, very vocal. No one is a close number two. Okay, no. it's her. She's my favorite, and I picked against her. I bet against her. Um, I believe in stats. Thirty-five years old. I thought she. I mean, I think still think she's slowing down. She bounced back very I, well, <laughs> but
0: I think I think Bobby. That is the biggest thing here. Is like Valentina. I, I, from what I can remember, like the gas tank never seemed to be an issue, but you you kept bringing up this thirty-five stat, and I was like, whatever. She she's been in great shape, but like I think it is wearing on her, and I, I think this style of fight. Is difficult because she had to work a lot like the takedowns were so, super she easy. Not, Alexa made her just because
1: you have 25 minutes of stand-up cardio doesn't mean you have 25 minutes of ground cardio In like it's just yeah. just it happens and I think you can look
0: at some things Alexa did on the ground where it's like okay Alexa got taken down you know a number of times and when she was on the ground like Valentina was able to advance but the thing that Alexa did really well was like she's making Valentina work she's making that girl does not get work. tired be- because she doesn't get tired, but she's also like Valentina's doing all the heavy lifting, right? Valentina's advancing position. Alexa's defending well enough, but not, you know, she's getting she's getting into side mount, she's getting mounted, she's getting back control. But why when she gets in these really bad positions like mount and back control, that's when she scrambles and that's when she gets back up and Valentina has to then work all over again to get her down. And I think that kind of course of the fight just war on Valentina, or like, you know, sometimes you could look at Alexa and I wish she put out a little, you know, her output on the standup was a little bit more. Um, and I definitely wish she stayed in Southpaw more often. A couple times she went back to conventional. I think that's where she weaker. I was legitimately weaker.
1: surprised she had the same number of strikes in terms of significance. She had more or strikes too. overall. I was, the fact that she outstruck her by 70, I'm like, when did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> I think what hurt
0: was towards the end when Valentina started getting her groove, like, those punches were a little snappier. Like Mm -hmm. when she was landing that jab, that, that jab was knocking her head back a little bit. Um, to Alexa's credit, like she's always had pretty good defense and she's tough, young, very durable. And again, the, the thing I love is like, she doesn't give up, you know, she, she, she had to, you know, she was, she was, you know, very close to losing this fight and she, the opportunity arose and she capitalized on it. And look, she, she got a draw. Like I said, I think
1: in her mind, she's going to feel like she won this fight. And I can't disagree with that. Well, so um Valentina today, obviously she thinks she won, but she's not like, she's not being shitty about it. Valentina was far angrier when she lost that fight to Amanda Nunes, that second one. Um, mm, I mm. thought she won that fight too, but it was so close. It was another one where I'm like, no one gets to complain about getting screwed in these fights when it's this close, to be honest. Yeah. Um she said she got a broken thumb, which yeah, depending how long depending how long that's gonna take, you know, she'll mm-hmm. probably she'll be back. She seems like she's fine fighting Alexa again. The thing that she said that it was different from what she said earlier wh- this week, when earlier this week she said going up to 135 is does it doesn't have a point because Amanda's not there. Today she says, mm-hmm. I'm happy to go to 135. I personally mark okay, I'm gonna do the thing I always do. What do you want to happen? What do you think should happen? Okay, what do you what do you want to happen? What do you think will happen? Is what I mean, right? Um, I think they will book the third fight, personally, because the UFC putting up the word the number three next to a fight is they live for that shit, right? To like sell a trilogy and all that stuff. Fuck it, why not? Mm-hmm. I was saying this before they even booked this. I booked. I said this the moment like Amanda retired. I want her going back to 135. I don't think the other people at 135. I don't think we have that new generation of 135ers up at the top yet. Like it hasn't happened yet because I'm looking at the 135 pound rankings mark, um, which there's no champion. Okay, mm. Juliana Pena. She beat her nine minutes, tapped her out. Took her out with an armbar. Valentina took her out, right? That already happened. Obviously, fighters improve. Fighters get worse. But they already beat her, okay? Raquel Pennington. I love Raquel Pennington. I'm not picking Raquel Pennington over Valentina Shevchenko. That's a number two ranked person in this weight class. Mayra yeah. Silva, I don't know what she's up to. Ketlin Vieira. Didn't, didn't, didn't she pop for she something? She pop for like something. And then like, yeah. I don't know what Vieira Vieira's even doing. Holly Holmes, number five. I legitimately think Holly Holmes is going to get the title shot. Valentina beat her and it wasn't close. Valentina used that check hook of hers for five rounds and just Holly Holm couldn't figure it out. I don't think there is a new class of women that are – I think the same people are there at 135 than were there five years ago when she was at 135 is what I'm getting well, at.
0: I, I, I see your point, but um, you did ask me to look at the rankings earlier. And then I have to disagree with you. There's some new generation because there's a bunch of fucking girls I don't know who they
1: are underneath that. Dude, like, I mean, like, so, I mean, Yana Santos but, is okay. Like, these people are all good fighters. Don't get me wrong, but like, right. I don't, I wouldn't take any of them over her right now. It, 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 exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I,
0: I'm so unfamiliar with potentially this new generation that I can't say they're any better than Valentina. So I, I do get your point. But I do remember when you told me to look, I was like, okay, let's see these rankings. Okay, okay I know these, girls. and I know the point you're making. Like, okay, I do think Valentina you know, has either beaten these girls or on paper would, you know, seem to be a, a pretty significant favorite against them. And then there was like six girls. I was like, I don't know. who. I mean, there's a reason Misha Tate like didn't, didn't <laughs> and, Misha Tate came Misha back Misha down after down six eight, years. I'm like, Cause she's like, exactly. I can, she's like
1: the same girls are here. as when I fucking left. All right. <laughs> like, yeah. And I
0: saw Misha at eight still. I was like, didn't she lose her last like two mm-hmm. fights or something? I'm not totally sure. But, but
1: yeah, I, I get your point, but I did think it was funny. I looked at it and I was like, I don't, th- oh, th- I, I think, I think she's we faster than people. everybody here. Okay. I don't think any of these – I mean, even though she's slowing down, I don't think she's going to have worse cardio than any of these women. I think she's kind of in the same age. I fundamentally believe – and I don't want to be mean when I say this because I don't just say it because I don't like her, okay, because she comes off as a shitty person. She's a great fighter, Juliana Pena. I do not think any of these women are good enough to be world champion right now. Mm -hmm. I don't think – it's the same way I look at 205 pounds where I'm just like – when I complain about 205 where I'm like, these dudes all have massive holes in their game. How the fuck are any of them going to be – world? like I don't – the sport is too advanced at this point, Mark, I think, for people to be championed with massive holes you could drive a Hummer through in their game. Like, I just, like, think that there's an opportunity there, and I think she has nothing to prove in her legacy. I don't think she gains anything legacy-wise, because that's where we're at now with her, winning her belt back. It's a small improvement. It's, it's small, sure. You know, she wins her belt back or not. It's good that she wins her belt back. You get to say you were a two-weight world champion – that's a whole different can of wax, man. That is mm-hmm. where greatness is found. That's you know, you don't have to hold them at the same time. John Jones got two different belts. You got two belts. It's amazing. GSP got two belts. Daniel Cormier at the same time, two belts. That's how you do this shit, man. She, nobody else could beat her at this weight class. One person could, and she gone. You know, greatest fighter ever, greatest female fighter ever. Mm-hmm. Barely beat her. So that's my thing. What do you think they should do? What do you think they will do? And What do you want them to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I
0: mean, I think ultimately the injury is going to play some kind of part in this, right? If she can turn around quickly, I, I do agree with you that, you know, a, a trilogy match, even though like, I'm not a huge fan of this because it does hold up a division. And it, I think it's particularly bad timing because we have a couple contenders that I think have some interesting matchups. Now you could have Blanchfield and, um, I already forgot it. Minero or Man- her Fioro, name? Fioro, Fioro. Yeah. They could fight each other as like a, a title contender eliminator, which would be fun. And I think if they do, I mean, oof. Okay, I was gonna say like, would they market it that way, or they just slap on an intern belt
1: on that bad boy and try to sell it for something? I wouldn't be shocked. I, I, I don't honestly. It depends how hurt her thumb is because I, I I I've broken bone before, and like if it doesn't like move, it's just like not move. If your if your thumb is not like I don't know, displaced or anything, like it doesn't. It's not that bad. It's like a couple months. So we might be talking sure. about not a lot. I mean, I think
0: that's that's. I think that's the first and foremost. Like, is she healthy enough to have a decent turnaround? Yeah. Um, we go from there. Um, if, if she is, you know, you could do that. The trilogy because I think there's a story there besides it just being one, a trilogy fight. I, I think, you know, this whole judging thing, and this was a big event that they marketed. I think there's a lot of storylines there that people would be interested in. I think you could, you could build a really strong pay-per-view card. If you have this and another title fight on it, or you build a really weak one where it's just this, you know, I, I think there's, there's something there. Um, Valentina going up, back up to 135, I I do think makes a lot of sense because that division is fairly weak and they need to figure out a champion. And I think she could slot right in there against a Juliana Pena or something of that caliber. And I think that's totally fair. I, it's not the most intriguing thing in the world. Um, because like you said, they fought before. Um, but what else do you do? I don't really know. And that I mean, We got to sell some tickets, baby, right?
1: Like, what are we going to like? We want to put yeah, some right. other poster here. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I think
0: I think those are viable options. Or, you know, maybe Valentina has to fight Blanchfield or something. And I think that would be, I think it'd be interesting to see her in a, in a three round fight again and see how she performs there. Because you know she's had nothing. but You think she has to fight somebody? For,
1: you think she has to fight somebody to get another shot at one twenty five after a draw? You think they make her fight I think somebody? She
0: has. I don't think she has to. But if she has to, like wait or something, right? If she's injured and you know Blanchfield fights. Grosso and Blanchfield wins or something. I mean, maybe she takes. I don't think it's bad now that. I mean, I guess she's only lost once and, and has a draw. That you have a a, a, a tune up fight or even like a fight where it's just three rounds. I don't think it's a bad idea.
1: You know, let, let's get them back on the I right mean, track. the same and thing we're talking about with aura. Izzy, right? We're like, hey, man, it'd be nice to be fight a guy, just a guy, and we just have a regular ass fight. Just a like- guy.
0: And then, hey, what? He styles on him. And then we all remember like, oh, Izzy's the fucking yeah. best
1: guy in the world. He let, just head kicked the let shit Sean, out of that guy like
0: we thought he was going to do. Against yeah, let Stefan. Sean
1: Strickland fight somebody. Sorry, Dracus, it's not going to be see you. Can,
0: but, <laughs> see if he can see, see if Sh- Strickland can maintain
1: that belt, you know, because I do. And then, you know, I, get on another the car. But like, still. yeah, like, it's just It's what I think it's gonna They're going to come to her and ask, look, she's still a very big part of this company to them. She is all over that fucking video game. She is in the video I game. Say, she's I like, on the
0: cover. She's like a big part of like the, the career mode. So, yeah, there's a lot of money. Let me tell you, man, I talked about started. her having the
1: pound for pound creepiest fan base in MMA. People can be real stoked that she can be talking to you in a video game. Let me tell you that right now. All <laughs> right. Goodness. It's gonna be exciting for those people. Um, Alexa. Alexa's gonna have a problem with Aaron Blanchfield, I think. Um, I don't even think Alexa's got mm-hmm. bad takedown defense. Because I think Shevchenko is a good grappler. But Blanchfield is gonna take her ass down constantly. But also, mm-hmm. Blanchfield's gonna get hit in the face about 10 times in the process, so we'll see how that goes, if that's the fight um i think alexa beats me uh fioro though personally i think she beats fioro i don't think fioro is better than her a lot of places she's bigger yeah, than her I don't know. she's yeah. bigger than her i think but alexa's not a I do small- i don't think alexa's small at 125 to be honest <laughs> no like i i think those are both
0: tough fights though i don't think those are i mean i, I think the blanchfield is stylistically I think she's an fight.
1: underdog against Blanchfield. I
0: think she's still a favorite against yes. Firozzo. Is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I, I think is still tough because I, I think they're, they're two stand up fighters. But like the physicality of her is a lot, and you just you, you look at Alexa and look, like, I, I love Alexa Grosso. She is a great stand up fighter, and she's going to have to come up with some tricks. And maybe fighting from south par will throw her off because I think that's a big thing that has really elevated her game. That's throwing her opponents off is her being able to switch stances and being effective there, but. Yeah, she's just the physicality of Murillo. I, mean, I, was, I, I does, need to does, get her does name. Does she like, even just, have a?
1: Has she even knocked somebody down in this company though? I think she had a couple of knock. No knockouts or something. No, I, mean, I, I, I said knock down. She's got one. She's got. Oh, like oh, I think she TKO'd some. I mean, she, I she TKO'd, TKO'd a couple or people. Or she has not beat anybody good. She hasn't even dropped anybody good. She, she yeah. started fighting I mean, like Bueno Silva like... and Maya and Chukayian and um, Nama Yunus. She's hits hard, but no one's going down. It's it's the physicality. Mm. Like she's a very
0: strong, and I wonder how Alexa kind of deals with that. She'd have to be tricky on the feet. I think that that's. Be- I also want to see how Fioro
1: does tough. in five rounds, because Blanchfield True. went. Was that that only went three? I want to see Blanchfield in five rounds too. She looks like she's not going to get mm. tired at all, though. The way if she's going to be able to grapple, like she's not going to get tired. Yeah, eventually. her last fight was was tough. So that was three, though. I know right? th- th- her and Santos. I,
0: in my, I thought it was Was it, was it not? Wasn't the it main, on the it wasn't, zombie card? It wasn't.
1: Yeah, it was a Singapore was for no early reason. It was a in the card too. Yeah. So, well, good there's thing a lot that, yeah, of I was going to say, they're going to give her a title shot off of a card that aired at fucking 6 a.m., uh, 5 a.m. in the West Coast. The company point. really knows how to promote. Uh, we'll talk about, by the way, our new uh, overlords at TKO, um, where they rolled in and fired 100 people. Yeah, that's right. 100 yeah. people got fired, Mark. 100 fucking people. That's big business, One of them got baby, $5 million and before he got fired, though, so. It could be worse. Yeah, it's not too bad. Could be worse. Yeah. You want to fire my ass for five million dollars today? That sounds problem. like early retirement than a firing. I got my mark. You want me to see if I get up. you five million dollars and we fire you? Would that work for you? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Let's see what I think. The UFC is going to be like. What do you want to do to Valentina? What do you want to do? Um. Sure. I don't think it's an. I. I want to say it's not an accident that there's still no champion at 135 pounds with nothing in sight, but that would imply yeah. that this company has any sort of planning. And we both know they don't at this point. I'll have to fill some card at some point. They'll slap a belt on somebody. If I think if they can get a card in Mexico within four months. Or hell, maybe they get it in six months in Mexico and they for no reason do a season of the Ultimate Fighter with these two women. You know what I'm saying? One of those? Sure. That might be the move here. Get them in fucking Mexico City. In uh which if I'm Valentina, <laughs> I don't want to fight in Mexico City if I'm Valentina. That's a good point. Uh, one, I don't want to fight in Mexico at all. Two I'm not I'm not trying to get tired in the second round or third round of this fucking fight at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, well, I we'll
0: have that against you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll see, though. Good fight, though, by the way, man. Really good fight. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. End of the day, Trilogy wouldn't be mad because
0: both fights have been really compelling. So.
1: I mean, or, I mean the same thing. Remember when Moreno and Figueroa were fighting every every other weekend? It took until yeah. the fourth one where we're just like, okay, guys, like we should probably wrap this up soon. As fun as we're all having yeah. here. Like, <laughs> you know. Uh, by the yeah, way, Brandon, people, Brandon did some commentary on the card. I'm not sure you caught any of Brandon on commentary. Um, it was earlier in the night. No. He did okay. He looked healthy. He looked. Uh, <laughs> he did well. You know, his... And these fighters, these fighters out of Mexico, man, they all get it, like, in terms of, like, the English thing. Like, Alexa's English is so good. Like, it was not like this, man. I remember when she did not... It wasn't that long ago where she didn't know any English. And, like, uh, she's gotten so good at it. Brandon's English has gotten so good. Yair was always kind of a decent at English. I think Yair spent a lot of times in, in the States. Um, and I know people are just like, well, this is an international sport and why do they got to learn English? When your paycheck is dependent on pay-per-view points and the pay-per-views are being sold in a lot of times in the United States and Canada, yeah. you got to do what you got to do, man. You got to get paid. It helps. You got to be trying to get paid here, man. Jack Delamont, Elena, Kevin Holland. Um, close fight, Mark. Close fight, uh yeah. split decision. I had it two one for uh Jack. I don't think there was a lot of controversy. I had like I think Mike Bell scored it for Kevin Holland, actually, but no one's really complaining. But um sure. I thought two one, I think I gave the second round was the one, because I had it one one going into the third. And I was just getting frustrated with the way Kevin Holland was fighting the whole time. Um by the way, in terms of media members, uh twelve people had it for Grasso, eleven for Shevchenko in the uh MMA decisions thing, and sure. the fan base had it. Forty five percent had four three to three to two for Grasso. Forty three percent had three to two for Shevchenko, and other people were just wrong. Um, the yeah, other like yeah, this one, um, everybody was pretty clear. Jack won. Some people had 3-0. Some people had two one. Um, like ten percent had Holland winning. I'm not sure. I dude, I had money on Holland, and I was not. I couldn't fucking squint that hard to give it to him. Yeah. Um, I came out of this fight with some questions about both guys, Mark. What did you think of it? Let's go first. David. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think with Jack, what we've kind of seen in his last couple of fights, he's,
0: trying to, he, he's starting to remind me a little bit of of a young Jorge Masvidal, where he's kind of just fighting to the level of his opponent. Like, I feel like he could have asserted himself a little better against Kevin Hall, and I think Dean Thomas kind of pointed that out in between round one and two, where like, He was doing a lot of the things he needed to do, which was he was picking his shots, you know, uh, finding a guy that has longer range that's throwing a lot of straight punches at you that you need to get on the inside on. You can't just rush in. You have to pick your moments to kind of get into the pocket and throw those punches. But when he would do that and he would engage and he would have some success and he would get Kevin, you know, on the warning track, he let him up right he had him against the cage which where he does his best work when he can trap you against that cage and target the body and the head and that's something that i think won him the fight was that he was targeting the body and the head throwing good stuff to both because kevin was doing a good job moving his head moving his feet back making sure he wasn't eating a lot of clean shots but you know jack was able to land to the body as well and, and mix it up fairly well there Um, he let him go off the cage right like he wouldn't cut the cage off he let him circle out and i think that was we've seen those that in some of his other fights where it's like i think he could pour it on a little bit more add a little bit more pressure Maybe do more damage, maybe potentially finish the fight. For, for Kevin, it really was, you know, after Jack's last fight, I really thought he would try to implement more of a grappling game. I thought he would fucking try to be any, more aggressive.
1: Any grappling. Yeah.
0: He had one he, of the—he had he, one
1: takedown attempt, and he was deep on it, and he just gave up on all the fucking He gave up that, on it. And
0: a lot of it was because he wasn't the one pressing the action. You know, he was the one— you know, circling out, he was the one backtracking. And I think he needed to be a little bit more aggressive, get Jack against the cage, and then, you know, shoot a takedown from there, right? Use the cage to help him, you know, help him trap Jack so he can get try to get a double, transition to singles, get into clinch exchanges and do stuff like that. Because just fighting in free range, he was doing good, you know, and he was making Jack pay sometimes when he went to the body. He would counter to the head fairly well. He had good straight punches. He was being successful. And that's kind of one of these things, like when you're in the fight, and you're utilizing a strategy, and it's working, you know, you're not dominating, but you are scoring Dude, punches. In the moment, it could be hard to tell, like, how far behind you are, and what adjustments you might need to make. I
1: just think, like, the last couple of fights, when he fought ponzanibio and when he fought Chiesa, I thought, I saw this man dictating the terms of a fight. Yeah. And that is when he's at his, he's a good fighter, man. Like, I, I'm not trying to, maybe I'm crazy, but he is so, he has so many physical tools. Like, he is Massive for this weight class, too, by the way. he is six foot <laughs> yeah. fucking three. like that is huge. And I don't know how you go into this fight with Jack where Jack is just like he's throwing a he's a lot of boxing, right? He's throwing some kicks, but it's a lot of hands, right? And we saw that last fight. and I know it was a short notice thing, and it's not indicative of everything. but like being as good of a grappler as Kevin Holland is. And you got a Travis Luter black belt. And that means something. Travis Luter's a good grappler. And like, you know, I just, I don't know how you go into this fight and just like, let's let's say, I'm going to let this guy dictate the terms. And then he has a look on his face like he's surprised he lost the decision. Like, it was, you know, that's just, I don't understand what he's doing. It's just, he's one of the more frustrating fighters. Like, I mean, if you're going to gamble, betting on Kevin Holland is you just don't know what you're getting, ultimately. You know, yeah. I mean,
0: because it, it seems like sometimes he's not as invested in his successes as, as maybe you are. He starts are, talking right? to this
1: dude about like, he's t- apparently he starts telling Jack, oh, we should train together in the middle of the fight. And I'm like, I know he likes to talk and it's like some of it's a thing to get the guy off his game and stuff. But like, bro, grab yeah. a, grab a but, leg. Dude, fake a takedown. Like, yeah to,
0: to your extent, like when he fought Kiesa, is like he he was fighting like the bully taking the lunch money. He's like, no, 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 this is what's happening here. I'm beating the shit out of you. And then this fight, he kind of had this kind of air about him like, oh, we're gonna have you know let, let's see who's who's the better technician here. let's have a technical dude, fight. I like, came well, out of this fight what...
1: thinking Kevin Holland is was perfectly capable of winning this fight. I thought the whole even For- when it's over, I'm like, you are you could have won this fight, man. like the odds were not an accident that it was that close. like he was a slight underdog, yeah. but I was just like Jack, you kept giving Jack all. He kept giving his back to him when he was like, oh, yeah, "What the fuck was, was that?" Like,
0: I mean, he he's lucky that it didn't cost him more, right? Because he would turn his back and potentially maybe throw put a back on a clean in the middle there too.
1: Well, you're gonna do that bullshit if you're gonna. I just, I just don't like. He's part of a good team, man. That is that is a real Jimmy's at, and I don't understand what he's doing at times. And like, I don't, know, man. If he's just gonna be one of these guys who just between the years, it's not all there. Maybe like in terms <laughs> of like fight IQ, um. Raul Rosas Jr. took care of business, Mark. Took care of business quick. Yep. Uh, took I'm care of Terrence track. Mitchell. Terrence Mitchell ain't no bum, but, you know, he was in there to lose. Let's not lie to ourselves. Yep. Um, slick anaconda choke from Daniel Zulhuber. That was pretty cool. Um, I watched and have no memory of Kyle Nelson versus Fernando Padilla. Lupita Godinez, new member of the Lobo Gym, looked fucking excellent, Mark. Looked so good. Her hands mm-hmm. looked sharp. Her grappling looked great. She, you know, I was, I thought she might knock this girl out for someone who was like, she has like no knockouts on her record. She got a lot of decisions. She took care of Elise Reed, man. She, uh, she's a, she was a welcome addition to that team. I think also just giving her own grappling prowess is what part of the reason she was in there. Mm -hmm. I thought she looked so sharp. Um, Roman Kopulov, man, Joss friend, that punch to the body before there was a kick to the, to the body that he was like already mm-hmm. like I was thinking like, man, you just touch it. Like you just if you just poke it, this dude's gonna go right. around. And he like he did. And it was just like, oh, the guy just looked like he wanted to die. Just pure liver shot. Um Tracy Cortez, man. I was uh I think I talked about it last week where I said, you I mean, you don't know where she's at, man. She fights so she hasn't fought right. in a long time. Um, she's eleven and one overall. She but she hadn't fought in the fought since May 2022. She looked very good. She looked really, really good. Um, she just saw, a lot of these fighters, man. Just a lot of these female fighters, lower weight classes. No one's finishing fights. So if you can go in there and start finishing fights, Stop. I think you make a lot of noise. You know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought the crowd really carried this thing, especially earlier in the evening. I know you didn't see a lot of it, but like there was a lot of like they were the crowd was a full of Mexicans, and they were very excited. Um, a lot sure. of the evening. Uh, maybe judging scorecards. If you um, are asking, uh, you know, <laughs> asking Miss uh, Shevchenko, um, two point uh, two six five million dollar gate um, on an attendance of eighteen thousand seven hundred and sixty six. A lot of fucking people. Um, tickets weren't that expensive though. Obviously, compared to usual, it's about one hundred and twenty bucks there uh, per person. So you know, if they want to do fight nights in Vegas. That's the those are the ones to uh, go to because God knows they're charging seven times that amount for a pay per view. Um, sure. Yeah, there was a fucked up thing um, earlier in the evening um, with uh, the Chires fight. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can f- uh, describe. Yeah, these there was names. like a DQ or draw. Basically, or um, not- basically this guy was in a choke and then uh christopher tagani or something like that uh was like oh he's out he he was not out they just he just stopped the fight that was yeah. everybody was awake mm-hmm. so they had to just like go um go no contest <laughs> with that one yeah just you know classic referee nonsense in mma um all right uh good night for the ufc man i hope they do do this a thing maybe they'll go to actual mexico um they're gonna be back next week they're gonna be in the apex because where else should two top seven fighters in their best weight class fight huh good uh gamrot versus uh why wouldn't you Mm -hmm. fight that in front of zero people um i think they're seriously both like top six this is (sighs) then like you know what man we're gonna we're gonna grow these people maybe not number six versus number seven That's what's happening we'll talk about Mm -hmm. that shortly first a little bit of news um Biggest news uh, is that we finally got the com- the the sale went through. The TKO uh, TKO is now the company that was created that's going to own both you both UFC and WWE TKO mm-hmm. Holdings. Um, Open up the that sto- stock doing. Uh, it was. It was up a little bit when I saw it the other day. Um, let, me right. see. Cool. Uh, let me see if I can see what. It, see if it's not that important. But Tko I was just stock. It's eh, worth checking out. Tko stock holdings is up. Is up to 104. Um, which is I believe it opened at 102 last week when I hit the stock market. So not bad. Up four bucks today. It Was at 100. Um, th- earlier. Um, I don't understand how my I have Endeavor stock. I don't understand how it is up because I don't know what Endeavor is doing right now. When there's no, yeah, what do they do? What do they have now? Yeah. Someone said they also uh, are managing athletes, so I guess that's it. Okay, because there's no fucking TV shows. They're a sport. They're right. a talent agency. Um, so um, they had their whole big event. There were these giant ass belts in uh at Wall Street, right? Which I so. was thinking, if I'm DC, because DC was there. I start talking about, like, yo, can I get the big belt? Like, I would be trying to get the big belt, personally. They were huge. Um, DC was there. Um, saw Bianca Belair was there. I think Bobby Lashley was there. going to be honest. I'm not trying to be mean. It feels like they were like, we got a lot of white people up here. Let's get – we got to get some diversity up in this bitch, okay? Sure. <laughs> Rama Emanuel, you know. He's, uh, I think he's born in Israel, but everybody is just, honestly, it was a pretty white crowd up there. Um, Dana White and Triple H being the bald, you know, part of the bald crew. Vince McMahon with a fucking creepy-ass John Waters mustache.
0: Um. Yeah, not a great look, but he's going for it.
1: Literally, John Waters has that mustache knowing he's creepy looking. Like, that's, Mm. like, part of the gimmick. And Vince is like, I'll do it. Distract you from my fucking dyed hair and Botox. Um, so here we are. They are one company. Um, the guy who runs – i one thing Dana White said I appreciated, Mark, is because Lawrence Epstein, who I think he's like the COO of this whole operation now or was of the UFC, is okay. like ideally every – he's like our goal is to have every UFC fan be a WWE fan and every WWE fan be a UFC fan. And Dana White went, look, I like Lawrence a lot. He's really good for us. There's not a fucking chance of that, that happening. <laughs> He's just like, he's like, there's gonna, he says there's some overlap, but he's like, we've been doing this a long time. There's a lot of not overlap. And I'm like, yeah, sure. That's a reasonable thing. I haven't seen Dana White just talk facts and speak the truth first time in a long time. It was nice. Um, So we'll see, man. Uh, They did talk about doing things like, oh, maybe we'll have weekends where like the UFC's in town and the WWE's in town, especially when they do like big events, maybe like some Mm -hmm. shit like that, um, which most WWE fans were like, hey, man, we're really enjoying Saturday pay-per-views. Maybe we like keep, don't go to Sundays again, but it's a whole different conversation. Um, we'll see. A hundred people lost their jobs. Um, I think mostly we heard about it from the WWE side. I don't know about UFC. Um, but a lot of people lost their jobs, man. A lot of it was office workers. These people who've been in this company a very long time. I know it doesn't get the fucking scorn that like when WWE does mass releases of wrestlers or UFC releases a bunch of people, which we'll talk about a couple. Sure, now. they're not like public figures. Yeah. Fucking. 100 people lost their jobs. You know, it's a lot yeah. of people. I don't know if people work at WWE in the offices. 100 people seems like a lot of people. Just, it's a lot of people for office staff to go, uh to no longer have a place. And quite frankly, if the guy making the WWE posters lost his job to the guy making the UFC posters, they made a mistake. And if the guy making the uh, the highlight videos for WWE lost his job to the UFC one, UFC's getting better, but also a mistake, Mark. Just saying. Um The production team at WWE kicks the dog shit out of the UFC one. Just... Software. Sure. I mean, I haven't seen the product in a while, but. I mean, I mean just you remember those video <laughs> packages. Video packages. I mean, great. it
0: might just well, it might just be like the video package in WWE. They have like a staff of people that are doing good work, and then the guy at the UFC is like, well, I got eight sound bites of Joe saying, oh my God. And oh! I just slice that in here and there, and <laughs> I'm done. You know, it He's takes a like, five minutes He's like, I gotta do one of these every
1: <laughs> week. Every week, I gotta do one of these. It's just me. Of course, it's gonna, we're gonna have to repeat. Exactly. Um, yeah, we'll see how it comes from they also, But uh, we'll see. It's gonna be interesting. Um, TV rights time. We're going to see some interesting stuff. Media rights. WWE is up first. Um, there's an argument to be made. Some people think that we eventually hit a fucking ceiling with how much they're paying for all these fucking live things between mostly live sports and, you know, I'm counting wrestling and that too, you know, but like there's got to be a ceiling at some point because the people are saying like, like Fox, Fox paid them like $2 billion or some shit like that. And that's a lot of money for, you know, we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens ultimately here, and then um, one of them, I think our, uh, Ron, uh, Ari Emanuel went up there and said some bullshit about how the UFC fighters, all their contracts give them great opportunity to make a lot of money, and I'm like, oh, we're just lying now. That's fine. Um, sure. Yeah. The best comment I read was, I feel bad for these WWE. It was, from, it was on it was like Reddit MMA where someone said, I feel bad for these WWE fans because they don't know how cheap these fucking Endeavor motherfuckers are about to be. Sure. Fucking that pyro budget's about to go away again we got to kill the viral budget. (laughs) So, um, we'll see what happens. Um, Don't think this was tied necessarily to the sale, but we had a couple people lose their job in the UFC. Um, Mm -hmm. Derek Brunson, it's not clear if he asked to be released or not, but it's currently sounding like that, uh, where Derek Brunson kind of wanted out. Um, We'll widely speculate about him in a minute. OSP tested positive for some stuff, and apparently it was a tented supplement, which... They always find a tainted supplement, Mark. You can find a bottle without, I was with say, missing ingredients. I'm not trying to accuse anybody anything about anything, but like It's like when like uh Romero said he found a supplement that like said the thing he was on and I'm like Romero's a fucking science experiment. What are we talking about here? OSP tested positive for the shit Mark McGuire was doing in nineteen ninety eight. And I just saw that and I was like, How, OSP? How? And then they cut him. Which, by the way, if you're gonna fucking hold a guy to you saw the standards, Mark. I know we can't fight anyway, but like <laughs> you saw it was a UFC thing. Like, let the guy keep his job until the suspension's out. Like, I think you know what yeah, I'm saying or
0: reassess or, you know, but I mean, it's what it is. They're gonna make the call. So.
1: And uh looks like we also uh, Tisha Taurus, is this really a thing? Like I'm trying to find if that's really
0: I didn't I didn't hear too much about this, but that that would be so I mean I don't think so. Brunson uh, Brunson was kind of Shocking. I mean, because he's been, you know, a top ten guy for a while, yeah. always kind of, you know, skirting, potentially getting close to a title shot, but never, you know, quite there. Um, and to have him kind of unceremoniously, kind of, you know, peter out of the organization was a little surprising. But you know, uh, are...
1: they are saying the UFC roster watch, which is the Twitter account that tracks all these things. Tisha is gone. Okay. Uh, Courtney Casey gone. Presence. She just had a kid. We're cutting her right now. That she didn't fight anybody. Okay, whatever. Uh, gone. No. Tisha's a good fighter, man. If she wants yeah. to keep fighting, someone will have a home for her. She's a good fighter. Uh, Courtney Casey's a good fighter, too. OSP, we've I've always yeah. been very hard on, but a lot of these places could use him. Um, a lot of these places could name. use him. Yeah. yeah. Um think other news... I'm not sure if I saw much else happening, Mark. Did you remember anything else? I got one more piece that just is something that petered out today, which...
0: No, I mean, we, we we discussed before the show, AJ McKee has a has a fight booked for Bellator,
1: and that's yeah. exciting. Is that part of the Grand Prix? Talent, but they try to get him a fight in the Grand Prix, I right? I think know. he's in the middle of a tournament I, there.
0: I literally just saw he was fighting Sydney Outlaw, which I think you're a lot more familiar with. But every time I see that guy's name, I'm like, okay, this is a nickname. <laughs> I right? mean, that just sounds amok.
1: like a fucking like, a creative wrestler from a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Kevin Holland has called out Neil Magny for a hair versus hair right. fight.
0: Why which. Not?
1: I'm just like, and Neil looks like the hair is leaving him anyway. Bob Neil. <laughs> That's a good point, Bob. I like I Kevin Holland least. saw were owned by W. They're the same company as WWE. He's like, I know. I know that's gonna, yeah.
0: that's gonna do it. I like a little gimmick, though. You know, have a little extra on the line. I think that's. I fun. think you got to
1: do it the way the WWE does it. The wrestling companies do it. You bring a barber chair out there by outside the cage. You got to do it at the. We yeah, gotta, gotta shave gotta be- it right there, and then they gotta like act like they're in physical pain when they're getting get haircut. At the,
0: very, okay. <laughs> at the very least, they gotta do it backstage or something. You know, it's gotta be instantaneous after the fight.
1: Got a kid presentable texting me asking if I'm watching the game. The man hasn't been on the podcast, and you just like just forgot what time we record. Just forgot what time we record, huh? Um, all right. Um, Bellator. I, I'm hearing the Bellator PFL thing might be happening right now. The sale thing. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, we've been hearing about this has been a done deal for months. They're saying they might keep these as two separate entities, which is fucking yeah. stupid. What are we doing? I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't
0: think indefinitely, but. I- you know, I'm sure there's fights already in place and see, venues already like, booked. Is
1: it like dude, we got a Showtime deal maybe still or something? Because Showtime is the one who's selling it to them. Well, you
0: know, I mean, I, I think that would be weird. Um, but I wouldn't hate it if they did, like, every quarter had a big super event where they had their champions fight each other. I think that would be kind of interesting. But it is, it does just feel like if I was the PFL, I would just, like, okay, you know, like, Bellator has a good name and stuff. I, I get that. But, like... We need the talent. We need to really bolster, you know, our ranks here. So let's let's merge. M- them maybe Dana White can
1: talk but. more about how none of these companies are actual competition and just further undermine the lawsuit, the defense that they're go. going yeah. on. Yeah. That was <laughs> <There's>... hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the all the all, all the, the lawyers ego. and the experts I follow are like, they should tell them to shut up. They should really tell them to yeah. shut up because one of the lawsuits, there's two of them. Because the other one is the Cajun Johnson one, which is everything. For the time after the time period of the first lawsuit, so yeah. you know, just saying. Um, Nate Diaz was in the crowd at Noche UFC with um, yeah. with his partner, um, which putting, putting her in a headlock. Put her in a headlock. Moves, Nate, but you know, his ba- she to her credit, she seemed like she's like Dude, this she is. is she's it, apparently yeah. they like went to high school together. It's like they've been together a very long time. For apparently. a long time.
0: I mean, huh. she seemed very. Uh, not perplexed by like being with Nate, which I would think would just be like that. Just has I to guess, be like uh, a They have a
1: kid, and the kid Nate's daughter. His name, her name is no joke, uh Nicola. Which feels like okay. what names can I go with? That like he wanted to name the kid Nick, and they're like it's a girl. He's Nick, like yeah. fuck. All right. What do I come up with?
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, she seemed, I mean, not not to put anything on Nate because we, we love the guy. He's great. But like she yeah. seemed too well adjusted. For dude, him. I, dude you know, I was like, trying to like
1: – that was what I was trying to say when I texted you earlier. Like I've never imagined in my – no, I don't care. I've never imagined what Nate Diaz's no. partner is like. I remember reading that he's got a longtime partner and a child and I was like, man, good for Nate. But I yeah, saw her. happy. Great. And like I was just like, this girl looks way too normal. <laughs> Like, she just looked like... How did she put up with, like,
0: the the manic-ness I did, like, of what must be, like, a Diaz family? I, I, I you looked know, something up looked for a minute, crazy. and it,
1: I looked up a little, like, thing, like, about Nate Diaz's partner, and it was, I guess, like, it was a picture of them at a wedding, and it was just like, grew up in a middle-class household in Lodi, and I'm just like, man, imagine your daughter just brings Nate one day, <laughs> like, home, and Nate wasn't, yeah, Nate's mean, rich now. Nate was fighting in the UFC for 10 fucking years, making no money, like... <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> so hey good on them it, it, it was cute
1: because I don't believe Nate Diaz shows up D- Nate Diaz is very smart if Nate yeah. Diaz is going to show up it's for big fights all due respect to these women um, this was on ESPN plus this wasn't even on ESPN this <laughs> was I don't think Nate Diaz was there by accident I think Nate Diaz was in Vegas because Nate Diaz had business in yeah, Las Vegas. business I'm not saying mm-hmm, it's definitely sure. the UFC and I've been saying this for months if I'm Michael Chandler, I'd be worried. I'd already. If I'm Michael Chandler, sure. at this point, I'm trying to find another person because Connor's not fighting for at least four months. You must well fight somebody. Like you're not getting any under Mike, young mm-hmm. Mike. I think Mike Chandler's like our age at this point or close to it. Like, you gotta fight yeah. somebody, bro. Um, just Nate fighting Connor. Fucking a hey, whatever UFC two ninety nine. Because why blow UFC three hundred with? Why would you need to do it? March yeah. April. Nate versus, you know, February, Super Bowl, Nate versus Connor 3. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, and we said we'd wildly speculate about it. I think Derek Brunson is trying to get a Jake Paul fight. I think that's what's happening. I think in, I think yeah, in MMA. we talked about it.
0: That would be more compelling, right? Because I think if you do the boxing route, it's just like he doesn't have the name value that – jake's last opponent I, I think it's tough in
1: my, i think it'd be more competitive than the mma fight unless Derek's in a fight like a dumbass oh, sure
0: <laughs> which he could we've seen we've seen that before i mean he's a great wrestler like yeah. i think there's yeah i think that would be compelling i think it's a tough if that is the case it's an mma fight i think it's a tough first crack for for jake you know we were talking about guys i think he would fight like a phil baroni or chris and someone who's way up you know past the age where they should be competing and yeah Hasn't fought in a while. Maybe killed somebody. Yeah, Mark's ideas,
1: Mark's first idea was a guy in Mexican jail for murdering his girlfriend. And his second idea I was. I forgot Veroni had some legal trouble. <laughs> the troubles. second one was a guy we last heard about being in the hospital for COVID. Thankfully, Chris is okay. Chris Lieben's okay. Yeah. Um. My, Your first idea months ago, which I still think is the best idea. And I don't know if it's yeah. going to work. Is he fights Mr. CM Punk. Which that just seems like the right choice on every level. Because it's not. Unless like this is all spectacle. It's okay. We don't have to be angry about yeah. it. This is all spectacle. Let's do a spectacle with this YouTube kid against a pro wrestler who's real angry all the time these days, it seems like. Um, I just think that would be a good decision by the PFL. Granted, if I'm CM Punk and I'm 44 years old and I can get WWE to give me a large paycheck, I'd probably do that instead. But, you know, I'm if I'm PFL, I make a phone call. That's all I'm saying. I would make a phone call. Sure. He's got no job right now. He's, he's He got fired. Got fired two weeks ago. CM Punk got yeah. no job. He's not trying to do anything. WWE's got a pay per view in Chicago in, in November. So you got about six weeks to figure this shit out, PFL. Just, just saying. If you got 500 million of Saudi money for by Bellator, you got $5 million to give CM Punk to fight this 25 year old. Just, so I'm saying. Mm. Just saying. Just saying. Um, all right, uh, we're gonna make our UFC picks in a minute here for this next fight card, but uh Bellator's back this weekend. Bellator 299. Um coming to you from the three arena in Dublin, Ireland. I feel like Bellator does a good job, better job of like catering to the Dublin to the Irish market than the UFC does. I don't know what the, how had this happened, but it feels like they're there a lot, Mark. Um yeah. looks like the main card is coming to you at 1 p.m. Pacific time on Whatever day the 23rd is. Saturday? Probably? hmm Yep. Uh, some interesting fights, man. Johnny Ablin, their middleweight title, uh, middleweight champion, fighting against Fabian Edwards, who I believe Fabian is Leon's uh, little brother. Yeah, he is Leon's little brother. Um, cool. He's a good fighter, man. He's a good fighter. I don't think, obviously, I don't think he's as good as Leon. Um, he's got some losses you don't want. There against Austin Vanderford and Costello Van Stienis, uh, the second gentleman being someone nobody knows, but you know, beat Gegard Musasi. The shit was not close. Hey, so that ain't bad. He beat Machida. He knocked out Machida. He's old, but whatever. Got three straight wins. Get himself a title shot against Johnny Eblen. Um, Johnny Eblen is going to try to take him down at his will. Which if you if Leon's tra- helping train his brother, he should probably be familiar with that type of opponent. Because uh, it you know, being English, that shit happens. Um, also, Aaron Pico's back. I don't remember if Pico has fought since his shoulder just tried to, you know, abandon him. He did. He fought back in April. My bad. Um, Saba Humasi's on this card. Uh, Daniel Weichel. Mads Burnell. I I like Mads Burnell. Mads Burnell's tough as hell. Um, that should be the best fight of the night in terms of just quality. Weichel's a good fighter. They're both action guys. Um, things should be good. I... Would, I don't know Bellator I, I mean Bellator's getting sold What am I talking about their strategy at this point it's been bad for 10 fucking years um, UFC on the other hand we're going to fight in front of zero people we're going to go ahead and fight in front of zero people because that is what you do when you got the number 6 lightweight in the world taking on the number 7 lightweight in the world and you know a lot of those dudes in front of them are coming off of a loss so the winner of this fight presumably could get a title shot just saying Mark because it goes Oliveira fighting for the belt, Justin Gaethje, maybe it's him. Poirier coming off a loss, Benil Dariush, coming off a loss, Michael Chandler, McGregor Purgatory, Dennis it's and Gamra. So, um, do you have our i i do you have the article that we are picks up Mark the uh I do, you yeah. do. You. So I believe you picked up one game on Mike because uh, you went two and zero. I went one and one. Mike went one and one. Obviously, we didn't. We all didn't get anything out of the main event. Um, you are only one game back now of Mike, which this would have been a lot more fun if Mike was here, that you are knock, knock, knocking on being a three-time uh, champion you start, as well. Start, if you win, start sweating. If you win this whole thing, we're both three-time champs, and Mike remains a zero-time champion, um, mm-hmm. which ultimately is the goal here, folks, if it's not clear, more than anything else. I'd like to win. But I'd also like Mike to lose. <laughs> um, I guess I don't share that in you. I, I, we picked the fights. We're, we picked the we're, fights. We're supposed to
0: look like we know what we're talking about. Hey, man, I think day.
1: we're making a real conscious effort to know what we're talking about. I think our percentages are actually pretty good. Um, hey, this year's good. We've had some stages, We're making a real this effort. This year where we've been keeping ahead of the curve. Yeah, has been a couple of years there we're like, I think I won one year with like 55% rate. And I was like, Jesus, not good. All right. Um, so we got Abe. We got Gamrod. If I'm not mistaken, Fizabe's last fight. Is when he fought a Justin Gaethje fight against Justin Gaethje, where it became very frustrating, honestly, Mark, because um, I think we all know if you get into that type of fight with Justin Gaethje, it normally doesn't end well. Um, normally doesn't end well. He lost a majority decision. Um, this was back at UFC 286, uh, back in March, um, 29-28, 29-28, and 28-28. And that scorecard, I don't remember what happened well enough to say how we, there was a 10-8 in there, to be honest. Um, yeah. Betting odds for this one, I think this one's pretty fucking close. Um, we got uh, Fizave is a slight favorite, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to find it now. Can't fucking find it. Good start. You got. You know, he's be- a favorite. I don't remember
0: how how long how big
1: the the yeah, line was or whatever. Best fight odds is just you know working when it wants to work for me, buddy. Best fight odds. Uh, we got um, at MGM, which we trust. Fizev minus one sixty five. Gamera, plus plus one thirty five. I believe Mike has chosen Fizave. um I'm a big fan of both these guys, man. I've been taught. We bought, all- We I think we all are. We've been talking these guys up quite a bit. I. Gamrot bounced uh, back from that Benil Darius fight, winning that split mm-hmm. against Jalen Turner. Um, I think Fizev is better. I think the I think Fizev is exactly as the amount he's better than him is the difference in betting odds. Honestly, is where I'm at. I don't think Gamrot. Is, I think Gamrot still struggles if he can't get a guy down. I think against the higher level people, if he can't get a guy down, I think he gets in trouble. Um, and I honestly thought Jalen Turner should have won that fight I thought Jalen Turner was a good enough fighter to get that done and I was a little disappointed in that one I'm going to agree with Mike here I'm going to go with Fazaev also I think this one might take a while if I'm being honest but I think if he can keep it standing long enough given the way that he fights Gamrot might go to sleep He might, it's a five round fight so I got Fazave. Uh what do you got?
0: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Um, and a lot of it, you know, in hindsight, I it'd be great if I rewatched some of their fights and could break down more of their skill level. But it's just really looking at the resumes here, and you know, Fazave has, I, I feel, has fought in the higher competition and has done really well against them. I mean, you can look at, I mean, even a loss against Gaethje, even a majority where I don't even remember why it was that close. I I thought Gaethje, from what I vaguely remember. Won that fight? I remember me questioning it. Yeah, too I'm gonna much.
1: look, I'm gonna see if I can find what the hell, how they came up with this. one talking? That
0: that win has only gotten better, right? Because Gaethje at the time
1: still a top contender easily. Oh, dude, that was the fight we thought Gaethje. This is the end of Gaethje being a top contender. He's gonna lose to this kid, and we're gonna be done. He's gonna lose to this kid, and then and he didn't. And it was it was a competitive fight, but I still think he won. And then I, I think the, the so, Justin uh, win. He get what happened was um, Paul Sutherland gave the f- interesting scorecards let's put it that way yeah um interesting scorecard um he gave Gaethje he gave Gaethje a 108 in the third round and gave the first two to fizave which hmm. aren't nece- isn't necessarily I mean look the second round was the closest round of the fight like 60 sure. 40 split in terms of people fan voting on that one but um third round Justin Gaethje whooped his ass he oh, made a fucking oh, point oh. of it <laughs> yeah all'll to say like you know
0: Gechi's is a, a top guy right and and he, he asserted himself fairly well in that fight he won a round whatever um gamrot you know i, I do feel like again close line you know Raphael's done and the competition he's fought and how he's win those fights and i'm just like i'm a little bit more comfortable
1: picking him so yeah it's a clean sweep there um yeah, I Gamera is really good, by the way. I know we're all picking against him, and it's a close fight. But Gamrot's so good. Yeah, this, this disappointing performance. I, I, I just did not. I just, I don't know. And even in losing, I thought Geachy. I thought Visage just fought like he got caught up in it. I think if he'd measure, if he'd fought more measured, I think he could have handled business honestly. Um, Thug nasty. He's returning. We're talking about Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell is returning. I want to say his last fight is when this dude thought that he was going to beat Ilya Tuporia and the rest of us thought. Well, I think a lot of us actually, a lot of people thought he was going to win. I did. That was not going to go well. And it didn't go well. He got his ass whooped. He got his shit pushed in um, by Bryce, by uh, Ilya Tuporia. No shame in that. Dude is a fucking beast. He's about to fight for a title. 15 um, 0 before that, though. Nine submission wins. Bryce Mitchell uh, has a lot of stupid-ass views on a lot of things, but he's a very good fighter. Uh, Dan Ige, um coming off of back-to-back wins over Nate to train Landwehr and Damon Jackson. Before that, was on a three-fight skid. Um, I believe Mike is taking Thug Nasty here, if I'm not mistaken. He is. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Dan Ige got taken down nine times in, in a fight once. Okay? Bryce Mitchell's taking him down. And I don't... Dan has done a lot to improve, I think, the grappling end of things, because he's a very dynamic striker. I think we all recognize that. I just don't think... I was making the joke with you last week because Bryce Mitchell was talking about his ex-girlfriend who wrote coming to his house and ruining all of his fruit trees. And I thought, like, this guy's head might not be in the game right now. He's dealing with other issues. But then he was in the crowd at Noche UFC, and I'm like, he should probably go home. This is a real concern. Um, I got Bryce Mitchell. I just think there's too many. If he starts getting takedown stuff, cool. It's going to go well for Dan, Dan Ige, But I just don't think this is going to go well for him on the feet. And I think I'm miss setting the betting. line. I mean, on the ground. I think I'm miss setting the betting line. Minus 225 for Bryce Mitchell to plus 185 for Dan Iige. What do you got, man? Yeah. I mean, I,
0: again, I don't think there's going to be a lot of differences on this car. Cause I also have Bryce Mitchell. Um, my only concern there is that, you know, I do feel like Dan Ige has fought in the higher competition um but it hasn't been great like he is not you know one with flying stars like he has a lot of losses on his record and the guys he's won are good you know but they're not like the great guys here and then you can but you can look at mitchell too and i see some of the, the people he's fought and i'm like well you know none of these names are super captivating i think uh taporia was a huge jump up in skill and like you said a, a bad matchup and something we knew on paper like well this guy's this guy's a, a title contender. I don't know if Bryce Mitchell is there. I still don't know if Bryce Mitchell is there. I, Dan Ige, a nice solid win here gets him a little bit closer to that, but there's still a lot of names in this division that he needs to kind of get past to kind of see if he's he's at that caliber. Um, but I think he should get past Dan Ige. So, yeah, I'm also going with Mitchell as well.
1: I think Bryce is – okay, mind. I thought Bryce was – I think Bryce is way bigger than him also. Eh, 5'9", five, 5'7". Five, I guess not. We'll see. Um, Bryce, though, hasn't fought since that uh, since that loss to Taporia. That was last December. Um, he was supposed to fight in May. Got hurt. Uh, so he's back now. Last one we're going to pick. Um, Marina Rodriguez. Um, trying to bounce back from two straight losses, man. A lot of people are feeling Marina Rodriguez as a title contender, and things got a little bit uh, squirrely now. Well, This should fix that. Michelle Watterson, um, who's lost five of six fights. Pretty sure she has a talent contract with WME. What? They also fought before, too.
0: But I didn't know until I looked up the record. Okay.
1: I did not notice that. until My man, really making us look like dipshits right there. Um, I guess they did fight. I have no memory of that. Try to see if I can find the, how the scorecard of that one was. Um, it was not close. They went. They fought a five round fight. We're doing this again. Yeah, I don't know. Who was calling for this? All the scorecards are four to one or three to two, and like, yeah, okay. Um, we're all picking. We're all picking the lady who beat her the first <laughs> time. The one who. <laughs> I mean, they're both old. They're both old as hell, quite frankly. Um, one's thirty six, one's thirty seven. Um, Michelle is. This has been winding down for like three years now. Honestly, yeah. for being honest with ourselves, here she fights once a year. Normally, like I, she she needs a win in the worst fucking possible way right now, man. Like this is it. Yeah,
0: tough, tough, tough call here with someone you already fought. And yeah, lost she's to. a big ass
1: underdog, right? Um, I believe so. Minus yeah, three hundred to was. plus two fifty. Um, I mean, you got the answers to the test here, people. It wasn't even that long, was it? That long ago.
0: Two years, more or less.
1: Oh, okay, she doesn't fight that often. Uh, Marina beat her, then Mackenzie Dern, then Jan Jonan, then lost to Lemosh and Verma Jandaroba. So she's got to get back on track, honestly. She's 36 years old. Um, it's not getting any easier. This is 115 also, which I have no idea what's going on in the title picture, to be honest. Um, Whaley should fight Tatiana Suarez. Just saying that, putting that out into the universe. Sure. Or they should book her versus Jan Jonan before Wei Li show shows, before Tatiana takes the belt and neither of them sniffs it ever again. Just, just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, rest of this card's not bad, honestly, uh, for being in front of zero people. Really, I'm just talking about, I recognize a couple names. Um, Ricardo Ramos, Jarlos Charles-Jordain should be a good fight. Um, one of my favorites to talk about, Tim Means Business taking on Andre Fiallo. Um, We got the brother of the former welterweight champion, Muhammad Usman, taking on uh, Jake Collier. And Mizuki Inoue taking on Hannah Goldie. Um, She was doing pretty well. Lost that last fight to Amanda Lemos. um, But, I don't know. We'll see. Came up through jewels and deep. uh, A lot of time in Invicta. Is Invicta still exist? It's like a serious question at this point. Probably. I'd imagine so. Just... They fought they had an event in May. So that uh Oh, they have one coming up in October. Man, UFC killed that promotion. They gutted it for all of its talent at this point. Yeah. But you know. We're gonna have an event at the House of Blues in Boston, Massachusetts. Back in next in October. Okay, I think that is uh that's it for our picks here. Uh stuff we mm. like. Um I don't believe I have anything because I hung out with you, we got some food, and then I came and watched some UFC events, then I watched football. Really like that football's back. just going to say that. Really like watching football on Sundays. I like, it helps that the team is good. Um, the Niners are very good. Uh, there's a wrestler, Mark, named Seth Rollins. You might be, you're sure you're familiar with him at this point. Yes. <laughs> so Seth is a Chicago Bears fan, and he just... Once every Sunday, normally, he'll have one tweet about football. And because the Bears have been bad for years, he just says, I hate football. Is this all he says every Sunday when the Bears lose? Mm-hmm. And wrestling fans have like, when, when, when he did it this, when he did it week one this week, wrestling fans are like, oh, now it's, now it's football season. Seth is back to complaining about the Bears. One of the countless wrestling websites, Fightful, actually put a headline out. Seth Rollins hates football. The NFL is back. And I was like, oh, That's just rude. He doesn't, need it. he doesn't need this in his life. This <laughs> is already going bad enough. Um, yeah, nice that football's back. Especially, and now that there's a writer strike, I guess there's going to be more football on Mondays. Because they have fuck all the air. Sure. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. I really got a lot this week. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Shit on uh, the yeah, UFC you know, trailer.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of video game stuff dropping. Yeah. Um personally i've been playing more baldurs gate 3 which has been really fun um definitely still like a lot of people said like you know a game is really good when it's garnered as much positive um, you know feedback as it has and there's still so many technical issues with it in- including like last night we were playing for about an hour and a half and i couldn't manually save and then my game crashed and you know we lost an hour and a half of progress and i've heard other people have other stories where you know they've had save issues and stuff like that but like I think Saturday, no it was like Friday night, actually played like a really long session with three other people and just like had a really good time. So like yeah, you know, the, the hype around that game is very real and you know, me and Mike talked about it previously. Um Starfield obviously just came out uh last week, late last week, uh early access for Mortal Kombat 1 came out. It'll actually be coming out when you guys are listening to this on Tuesday the 19th. Um looking forward to that one. I'll I'm going to pick it up down the line. We're in the process of moving so i don't really have a lot of time to 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 devote to games right now but once we get settled and i imagine i'll put some time into that so just a lot of games dropping and then you know we finally got this past weekend and you know i didn't see it until this morning ufc ufc 5 uh, showed more gameplay and you know to be honest it's a little disappointing there's definitely some things in that game that i was really hoping they would have improved from ufc 4 um, namely, it's the ground and pound in um, the animation, especially when it comes to TKOs. And and just finishing the fight on the ground with ground and pound, I still think just visually looks very bad. Um, and that was one of the areas I really wish they would have fixed. And, you know, m- maybe in future updates they could do something about it. But it, as it stands right now, from what we've seen, which isn't a ton still, um, it looks still like they haven't really done a big adjustment there. It does look like they've changed how submissions work, which actually looks kind of cool. It looks like they flow a little bit more naturally than they did before, which is always kind of a... Pro- I think any time in those other UFC games when you start a submission, it's a very slow process. And, you know, when you see fights, you know, submissions, you can't... You don't sit there fighting for a Kimura for 20 seconds. You know, you usually get it or you don't. And, you know, submissions can happen very quickly sometimes and you don't have to, like, struggle so much to kind of muscle someone into something. So, you know, we'll see, you know, as the... Um, I think there's going to be a beta coming out pretty soon and the game drops in a little bit less than a month. Um, and it'll be interesting to see who's on the roster and all that good stuff. I, I'm still kind of anticipating getting it. I just, I need that fix. You know, it's been too long since I had a combat sports video game. So I want to give it a try. I don't think I'm going to be paying the extra money for Fedor and Mike Tyson, though. I, I like I, to have I, Fedor. I was but- waiting
1: for a part of that trailer where Ali stuff to take down. And I was going to buy, I was getting ready to get angry. <laughs> I was getting ready to get angry, bro. Uh, I was waiting. Yeah. I don't this- know why
0: they. They're so fixated on getting these boxers in here. But, like... Yeah, you because, know, they own, they because should... their own
1: history is full of fucking fighters that if they pissed off and we can't get them to the sign of the fucking... Is Quentin in the game? Is Chuck in the game? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Chuck Maybe might be, right? Chuck's been...
0: Yeah, Chuck usually is. Forest, I think I saw GS in the, trailer. In the game? Can we get the
1: Can we get, like... I mean, so yeah.
0: I mean, some of the... I don't want to just spend on all the negative, but it looks like, you know, one of the big features they're adding is, like, a better damage system, which I think is needed. I, I think the damage in the previous games hasn't been particularly great. And I think they're kind of really. You know, leaning into that where you can get cuts and bruises in different places, and the doctor can come. It's weird when they're talking about, oh, here's a new feature, and we have like a you know 10 second clip of Herb Deem and the doctor talking about the cut, and it's like cool. I really want to be able to TKO someone on the ground where it doesn't look like complete dog shit. They're like having these two grown men being like, I don't know, the cut's pretty bad. Let's see. It's well, like- the, the TKO
1: on <laughs> the ground thing is like, I, remember, I mean, I haven't played a lot of these more recent ones, but like, I felt like you would just hit them, and then eventually they would just look like they fucking flatlined. Like a weirdly well, flat line. <laughs> well,
0: that's the thing. It's like, they don't, it, the thing, the thing, I think it's like, it's not even that. But like They don't look like they flat. Like, it looks like they're still fighting, mm. but the referee's just like, okay, you're, you just had it. Because like, okay, they'll be blocking. And then like, okay, their block breaks. So they just stand there not blocking. And they're just like taking these mm-hmm. little shots. And then the referee's like, okay, you're done. It's just like, it doesn't feel natural. I'm like, I could suspend my uh, disbelief a little bit, but like, give me something to chew on a little bit. Dude, I'm, I'm going to have to um, buy a fucking
1: 360 again and get myself UFC Undisputed 3. That's I mean, Undisputed. Mm-hmm. Did it did it quite quite well, you know
0: um, But like I was saying, the, the positive things, you know, visually I think it looks good. I, I do like the um, The cut system and the you know, the, the, the blood Some people and, were criticizing kind of how they looked. I thought they looked
1: great I thought I think the look I think that's meant all their time on how they looked I, well. I do think
0: most of the fighters looked really good except they did talk about like one of the things They've done in the past is like oh We're gonna have alternate versions of different fighters like younger versions of them or whatever and now they're calling them alter egos which were just like younger versions of fighters. And there is one where they were showing Conor McGregor. And I literally thought it was, um, Alexander Gustav. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, that's just, they have like an old Alexander one. I don't know why, but that was actually supposed to be a, a young oh, Conor. The Conor, Conor one? Yeah. No, the young
1: Conor did not look like Conor. What the fuck? That was because they were doing, they were trying to be like, you get young Conor. Like, like, yeah. it looked like, uh, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not saying his name is the guy
0: that was, Alexander was in a 205 Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know we'll we'll see. You know I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. We'll see. You know I mean I, yeah. Undisputed three I think was just. So like I got to buy a single disc,
1: right? I can't like download that game. Uh, oh, undisputed three? Yeah. yeah. I have to. I have yeah. to find someone it, to sell me a used copy of Undisputed yeah. Three. Basically, which right? won't
0: won't be hard and won't cost you much.
1: Yeah, but I don't I don't own a 360 anymore,
0: <laughs> so I'd have to like, oh. get a really I mean, good if emulator.
1: you have any. Any Xbox will do it.
0: I don't know if I, you know, I don't know if they emulate 360 particularly well yet or not.
1: Yo, I still got you an Nvidia. I'm an Nvidia Shield. Come on, man. Let someone make this happen. All right, someone give me a yeah, 360. because
0: it never came out on PC, and, and this game's not coming out on PC. Um but, yeah, I mean, we'll, I, we'll, you I, know.
1: I think I sent it to you. I saw I was looking for one championship I was making a game and someone said it's some game that's going to be on mobile. And I was like, fuck you, Chotry. All the lying you're doing. You couldn't lie to me about a fucking PS5 game. Like, yeah, I mean, not. Yeah, come on, man.
0: <laughs> it, it's tough. It's just combat sports. They're just there's not a lot of video games. You know, it used to have <laughs> Fight Night, which was also EA. And there used to be some other boxing games here and there. And they'd all just kind of dried up and you know UFC is kind of the it's only game in town. It's impressive how and bad
1: EA is at making all the sports games that aren't football
0: yeah well it, but you <laughs> know it too, it's it's like,
1: people off huh? <laughs> but I see you know every month PlayStation
0: has like the best selling games and UFC 4 is on there a lot like for it being a three year old game this I don't know company's if company's printing says,
1: money bro they got all these new fans and they
0: want to play this game it's and it, i think they sell it cheap they mm-hmm. you know i don't know what they do but it's just like obviously ea has like a system that works for making the money and like it doesn't help garner a lot of like fan trust but like when you're the only game in town you're the only game in town i guess so you know we'll see you know I, i'm trying to be somewhat optimistic you know i was hoping to be a little more hopeful when we finally saw gameplay and given the benefit of the doubt but it kind of is what it is you know but um yeah that's more or less why this week so
1: Bye. I'm not positive. I'm not optimistic about that game. I, I no, was. I, mean, I, I was annoyed off the jump. I, I, I was annoyed off. I mean, I got four in the sense that it was free and it showed up on my PlayStation. That's uh, true. Yeah. But I played it for ten minutes. I played like three or four matches uh, fights, and I was just like, maybe I should have dived more into it. I'm just like, oh, I just feel like I'm playing the same game I played before. This sure. is. I fought in the streets. I did whatever. I did that stupid outdoor cage thing. That's like yeah, Miami. This
0: is weird. I don't even. Know and if I remember thinking that like,
1: or... didn't like it when Def Jam did it. Don't like it now, too, either, man. Because Def Jam, remember Def Jam, uh, three was when they went just outdoors. Def Jam, Bende- Def Jam, Vendetta two or three. How many games? Yeah,
0: well, they went to a point where it was like they're not even in rings anymore. I'm like, just like fuck you.
1: Street. Like, what are we doing? Not, <laughs> I gotta be able yeah. to do an Irish whip here, but um, yeah, I don't care to play with Mike Tyson. I mean, yeah, I don't no care. I don't. I was he in the last one? He you could tell me he was. I believe you.
0: I don't. Is Bruce Lee so. in like, all I, of they, these or just the first they, one? I think Bruce Lee's been in a bunch of them. I think the last one, they had Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua, which is also like, who cares? I don't know. It's-
1: can you just put me up? Can you give me a mode that's just boxing if we're going to give me boxers? How about that? Well, they, they have like some kickboxing. one. It's just, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's <laughs> unfortunate. Fedor's wearing a pride like, shirt. Can I bring pride mode back? It was in a game 10 years ago. Pride mode was great. And, and again, like when
0: EA first made its first MMA game where they didn't have the UFC license, it was just EA MMA. I really liked that one because they had – they had a promotion that was like UFC. They had a Valley Judo promotion that had like yeah, a 20-minute one-round. What happened? Question. Pride.
1: what question. Why did they change the whole fucking thing? What happened?
0: <laughs> they got the UFC
1: license. They I know, don't but like, why did they make change the anymore. mechanics of how you play? Didn't they change that too? Uh,
0: like- I mean, it's not like EA MMA was like that much better. I probably prefer maybe the gameplay of when they took over UFC, but it was just the variety that was nice. And I wish these games had that because it's just like in these games it's like You'll fight in the WFA, and it's like, okay, this is the little shit league. I kind of wish, like, you own all these old leagues. Why not bring back force and WEC, and you can go to these different organizations, bounce Remember around. Remember they the had a really – uh, like,
1: was, that, was that Undisputed 3 where they had WFA or whatever? The one that Quinton yeah, was in? Yeah, they was that all
0: had WFA.
1: Oh, the EA1s like, did
0: too? The EA one didn't have well. The EA didn't have any official. They only had Strike Force. Strike Force was the only. No, I mean like EA UFC games. Place.
1: Since have they had WFA in all of them? Yeah, I think, okay. I think all of them had WFA. I like how that is the they one where they now. just like are just like, that's the one, huh? That like yeah, <laughs> it's not going to make anybody nostalgic, you, can, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's just like they have all these things. Like why not? Why not introduce Pride? They own the you know. They could sell T. They could make profit off of it. You know why not have you Pride have whole, and Strike You have a fucking and, uh,
1: video playback thing. It would sell yeah. the, sell these fucking kids on Pride if they're like, man, it's real cool if I need dudes this? in the head. Wait, there's a bunch. I can yeah. watch fucking 10 years of fights where this happened, like, you know, like however yeah. long no, no, lasted. No. No, it lasted. I
0: tell you, man, strange. these
1: people are printing money and they're running, they aren't running a company well.
0: Yeah, they, they do as, you know, as much as they need to to put out a new thing. And, yeah, I mean, know. they're just, they're it's valued a, at $12 billion. Rock rock. Who am I to fucking say? So who am I yeah. to say? This, this isn't
1: yep. the thing. And also EA been making bad games that aren't related to the UFC for years. So yeah. ask any basketball yeah. fan. So I hear. We all yeah. knew NBA Live was trash in 1998. And then they made the game mark for another 20 goddamn years, I think. When did they give up yeah. NBA Live? 2016? 2015? Or something like that? Yeah. They kept making a bad okay. basketball game every year. Every year. Every year. And then finally... It, was just well, like, it wasn't that it was bad. It was like they had a competitor that was beating them. Oh, right? made them look 2K worse. was
0: always a better, yeah.
1: Well, because yeah. even before when live existed at first, there's down the rabbit hole here now, but like NBA Shootout was out there. NBA Shootout ruled. I Shootout. NBA yeah, Shootout, Shootout fucking ruled. I bought a PlayStation based on an NBA Shootout commercial. I literally saw a commercial mm-hmm. for NBA Shootout and I said, I want a PlayStation so I can play NBA Shootout 97. Like that's how good that game was. Anyway, EA is not a good company. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. They make a lot of bad mm. games. All right, uh, we're back next week, I think. There's the current plan to do a podcast next week.
0: Yeah, it's a little up in the air, but we're going to try. Uh,
1: next week, probably. The week after that is anybody's guess, to be honest. The week after that is anybody's guess. But I think after this one, do we actually finally, because we've been on that stretch where the UFC has not had a break Um, in like yeah,
0: it's a Yeah, it's a break week. There's nothing on September 30th, so Yeah, because then we good. have
1: nothing September 30th. The 7th 30th. of
0: October is the Bobby Green-Grant Dawson fight. It's a so. sick
1: fight, but woo, the rest of that card. Woo! Nope. <laughs> yep. And then after that, uh, Yusef versus Barbosa, Another good fight in front of no people. Maybe they can combine these cards into one card. And then a week after that, we're going to go to Abu Dhabi, and they're going to, you know... Paulo Costa is going to come ruin all your fucking parlays. Paulo Costa's taking out Chimea, Mark. I'm calling it. Calling it now. I don't know how yet. We'll, we'll see. I'm not we'll calling see. it now. All right. Be back next week. Hopefully Mike will be on in theory as well. Uh, I'm going to go hang out with him in a couple days. So, you know, get some sleep, yeah, buddy, because I'm coming to hang out. Uh, again, happy Independence Day to all the Mexicans out there. She didn't win, but you know what? She's still your she champion. Like she She's still the champion. Still still got the belt. Hey man, there was three you, there, was, there was three Mexican champions back in fucking March. Then there was none after July. and then there was one after July. We're gonna get out of 2023. Don't sign still. any. Don't sign up for a fight, Alexa. We're gonna get out of 2023 with the Mexican champion. All right. One Mexican champion. Um until uh next time we talked, I was Dr. Law. That was DJ Mark. Um hope everybody has a great week. And uh, enjoy that main event this weekend because the, re- the rest of it is booty. Goodbye. <laughs> so. Now we just talk over our intro here, which, if the podcast fails to record, no one will hear this part anyway because it just won't, you know? I mean, the post credit
0: gab along which is usually you and mike i usually i don't you know you guys talk about some nonsense or something so i'm not just the two of us i don't really know what to say yeah you
1: just there's nothing really going on hour and a half
0: we've kind of gotten it all out with this the two of us you know? yeah, that's it <laughs> so bye everybody go. thank you for listening See ya. <laughs>